Osiris. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Best Show Ever Pod, the podcast where I interview people about the best concerts they ever saw in their life. Um, I'm at, This week is a really fun week. This is the Long Strange week. This is, we got Long Strange Niche and Long Strange Putt. This episode is the Long Strange Putt episode. Um, if you've been following him on Instagram, he, he does great work. Uh, the guy's so funny. Um, and we have become buddies over the last few months here. He was one of the first guys to share my stuff. And so we became boys. This is his cool shirt that you should buy off of his website when you look him up right now. Um, but what happened with Sean, Long Strange Putt, or Putt as we call him, he he saw a really good show. And then he had other best shows happen after that show, after we recorded. Um and so, and then him and I saw a show together that might be my best show ever. And so we had to record another episode. We had to get him back on. So there is a first episode that of me and Sean that you will never see. It'll remain in the vault. It'll be gone forever. But this episode is really great. Uh, we get a chance to talk about our show together uh, and his best shows. Um, this is Sean Marmora from Long Strange Putt. And I'm going to stop my intro here. I'm going to cut this off so that we can have a little bit of music from none other than Jesus and Fartfinger. But first, a quick break. Bowie, Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs. But what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, you. Do you have any plans this year? Ha! How's that going? Do you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at Tuesday. 020-D.com, SoundTalentMedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app. This is the best show ever. This is the best show ever. This is the best show, the best show ever. This is the best show. The best show I ever heard. I think I have to agree. I mean, I like golf, but I don't golf. Not good. 
Well, I do golf. Or I used to golf until I got my golf club stolen in LA. They got stolen? It's like my second week in LA. I came out to my car and like there was no damage done to my car. All the doors were just open and the trunk was open and they my I had just moved into my place and the only thing that I had in my car was my golf clubs and my golf shoes. And I wasn't about to play and I don't know why they weren't in the garage, but there wasn't even like a dent in the car. I don't even know how they got in. It was just fully open. I was like, all right, well, that's not a cheap replacement. So damn. That sucks. I'd have to to go rentals if I got in the golf outing, which I assume I'm just kind of inviting myself to the golf outing since you kind of just brought it up on the thing. Um, Yeah, we'll see if it happens. There's a very good chance. It's just like, actually, never mind. We got the guy. All right. Well, keep me in mind. Can we keep the top of mind? Kyle's in for sure. He he golfs. I'm sure he was wearing... All right. Well, was he just like I'll hanging be... out of the? Was he just hanging out of the golf course when we were like video chatting with him, or is he work at a golf course, or is he belong? Like, what's Kyle? He's a golf um, guy. Kyle, he's just a golf guy, dude. <laughs> he's just a big golf guy. No, just Kyle, one of those guys is always in a golf shirt. <laughs> he's just always like at a burger place in a golf shirt and some slacks. You know, I got my clubs in the trunk. If you want to play nine, <laughs> or something. Just hanging out at a subway in some fucking slacks, flip flops, and a golf shirt. Um, no, K- Kyle uh, has w- worked as a golf professional for the last like four wow. or five years here, and he works half of the year in at a course in the suburbs of Chicago, the very wealthy suburb of Chicago. Um, the suburbs. He works half the year uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, wow. And I think he's going to go to Arizona full time now, but yeah, he's like a golf, he's a golf guy. He's a golf pro. He's got a sweet swing. I still kick his ass, but he's got a, yeah, it's great, great play. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, kick his ass on, with just... rentals. No problem. Yeah. Must be rentals, ready rentals. doesn't matter. Still kick his ass. <laughs> it's, it's really no problem for a guy like me. Are you like a uh, lifetime golfer? Uh, I've been playing since I was pretty young. And then I played in high school. I was like the worst one on the team, but I was on the team. And then nice. just kind of fell off in later years. But I still play like two, three times a year. Like then. High school golf was so sick because you could leave for a full day of school. <laughs> like you're just out because you got to like, travel an hour to the course and the round's going to take five hours. So you're just out of school all day. Yeah. And our practice was just like coach would drive up, be like, all right, play golf on like these sick golf courses. And then he would just leave. We'd all just play golf and fuck around. Yeah. My high school golf coach, awful golfer. Great guy. Same. (laughs) (laughs) You become a high school golf coach. You don't need to be good at golf. Just a great guy. You just got to be able to walk up like when some high school kid is like losing his mind because he's getting an 11. You just got to be like, it's all good, dude. (laughs) You're good, dude. I'll never forget. Like our coach would literally not watch practice. Like didn't know how good like half the team was. (laughs) There was one day he just like stood on the green of this one hole. It was like a short par four and I drove it right in the middle and then just like 
darted one like five feet from the pin and made the putt. He was like the next day, like put me in like the starting lineup. And then I just fucking blew it. And yeah, <laughs> it's like, what about that one shot though? You don't have that one shot. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, fuck, Marmara's like good, dude. <laughs> he saw my one good hole put me in. Oh shit, Marmara's like the truth, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, he sucks. Forget it, he sucks. Yeah. Back to the bench. Yeah, dude. High school golf was the shit. Um I played a little bit of college golf, but I just did not get along with the guys in the team. I'd be like, it was like division three college golf. And so I'd be like, you know, not taking it that seriously, but it was, I was also um, like kind of right away our, our number one on the team. And there's like guys like getting on my ass about practice <laughs> and stuff. I was like, come on, fellas, it's D three college golf. It's not Talk about practice. Like 80- we're, sh- we're shooting like 81 out here. It's not, the, you know, it's all good. We're all going to sell insurance. Let's just have a little fun, you know. <laughs> That's fun out there. That's what it's about. We're all going to be, we're all going to do a little bit of, you know, crypto in like, five, you know, five, ten years here. So just <laughs> fucking chill out. <laughs> all oh. those golf guys are crypto dudes. All those guys. Man, are I... <clears throat> I could not have like played every part of crypto wrong. Like I got in and out of it like three (laughs) or four times, like just like right at the peak, like worst timing of possible. And then it's like, Oh yeah, next time I'll figure it out. No. So now I'm done. Like two, I put like 200 bucks in and I was like to my girlfriend at the time, I'm like, so we're going to be good. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) You 10 X it in three minutes. You're like, Oh, this is my plan now. (laughs) Yeah. I think you should quit your job, babe. I think we're going to be good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so we broke up but. um all right man what's what's the first show you ever saw in your life <laughs> quit beating around the bush all right <laughs> uh it was dicks, it. dicks 2023 um night three that's first show. first show ever first show ever um no my my first show ever was a um banger of a show it was aaron carter lil bow wow and the 18s (laughs) in homedale new jersey oh my god yeah i don't even need to explain that one i mean who wouldn't go to that show I mean, Lil Bow Wow, that's the first money I ever spent on music was buying his cassette for my Walkman. Wow. Cassette, not CD. Yeah, man. I'm like 10 years older than you. <laughs> what are you like? You're like 20 or 20? Right? Uh, 15. <laughs> so you're 15? Cool. Yeah. I'm 39, so. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you actually? No, I'm 31. Oh. I mean, that's still really old. I'm 30. Are you, though? I was trying to do the almost famous thing. Like, me too. (laughs) Doesn't the truth just sound different? You're 22, dude. I feel 22, but I'll take it. Big 3-0. Speaking of feeling feeling 22... 
I'm feeling 22 also. Is that is that Taylor show your worst show? Or do you have a different worst show? Uh, that Taylor show was not one of my favorite shows. Um, are we are we just going to beat around the bush that we already filmed this once? Or are we going to talk about it? Listen, I, I, I'm going to mention it a little bit in the intro. <laughs> I do a little separate intro. Connor was also worried about the intro. He's also like, thanks for intro on me. I do it separate. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. It's a whole... I do it alone by myself. Um, Staring at yourself. I am going to I, I, I gonna make a little mention to it, but yes, for for those who are listening, we Sean and I did a, a full, complete episode with intros and outros and everything after Goose did their Asbury Park show, the the Stone Pony show, as his best show, and Sean had best shows pop up after that show. Unfortunately, like you know? two of them, maybe three. Two, possibly three fit best shows ever after that. So we're going to talk a little bit about those shows. And then we're going to talk a little bit about recency bias. Because that's... <laughs> it's, big, it's, sounding a little bit, it's sounding a little bit like recency bias. And I feel like people will have that uh, issue with it. So we are going to address that. But, um, yeah. On, on, the, on the hidden episode that no one will ever see or hear ever... You said that there's a Taylor Swift show from this recent Eras tour that was your worst show ever. Yes, Happy Eras. Um, it was Happy Eras. not my favorite show. It was super cool, like production and everything. Um, just not my cup of tea. Sorry, Taylor. Um, but it wasn't my worst show. I actually thought about it more. Um, and she is she is listening to this, by the way. Yeah, she, I thought she was filming. That's why I was apologizing. So, like right to the. She's a massive fan of my shit. Yeah, I figured. She's always like classic MSG run joke, dude. Did she do all seven nights? Or yeah, she was at all seven nights, dude. She's like on the rail. She's a problem. I figured. Yeah, yeah. But um, she wasn't your worst show. She was not my worst show. Um, I thought about it more actually this week. I was telling the story of the show to someone, and. I think the worst show I ever went to was because it was way more like personally bad. So I went to Firefly Music Festival in Dover, Delaware. I don't even know what year, maybe 2015, 16. And uh, took some extracurriculars, probably more than I should have, and went to see Dead Mouse, who I'd never seen or knew anything about. Sick, sick. So, so sick, so sick. And uh, I got to the show and at a festival, like people around you have like totems and stuff and they're like going like this with them. Everything like starts to kick in and the music is like super creepy and my mind just shifts to like, oh my God, everyone around me is an angry mob and they have these pitchforks and there's like, (laughs) I'm in hell right now. Something just like not a good vibe at all. And I was kind of just like standing there holding our totem, like sweating, like trying to keep it together, like make it look like I'm not dying on the inside. Like, yeah, what a great time, guys. Um, but it was bad. I I just had to leave and take myself out of it after a while. And uh, I think that would be my mob. Yeah, I mean, the mob, <laughs> the mob was coming for me. I had to just <laughs> remove myself from the situation. You're like, I'm not a part of shit like this, okay? <laughs> I don't do mobs, bro. <laughs> I don't do this. I'm out. 
So yeah, that was money. that was a little worse than Taylor Swift, but not not much. Uh, do you ever get to? Are you okay with totems now? Are you able to handle totems <laughs> around you now? <laughs> I love totems. I love a good totem, like a funny totem. There's there's nothing better. Yeah. You're just like in the crowd and you spot like something from I think you should leave staring at you. That's I mean that's how Connor yes, and I met. So can't Is that really? Totems. Did I not tell you that story? You and uh, that's how you and the niche met. Me and the niche met at Halloween, and we were on the rail with like five other people. The only people at Neil Francis's set while the entire festival was at the main stage at Skrillex and Neil Connor N E A L Francis. Dope, the right one. Um, and Connor was, we- I believe Connor was wearing like the Dan Flash's shirt and Crocs, standard issue outfit for him. Yeah. I had brought my Dan Flash's shirt, but wasn't wearing it. But I had a totem of Dan Flash's with like long wook hair and like goggles. And we just like made eye contact. And then similar to like a show with you, like we just cracked up the entire time and have been friends since. He fucking geeks me out, dude. <laughs> he geeks me the fuck out, and we have not met. <laughs> I mean, has he reached out to your dad yet? Because I know he talks to Kyle. I think he's close to forming he, a relationship yeah. with your dad. He's trying to talk to my dad. He's trying to get his email. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to go back and forth, talk about that Steely Dan show. But yeah, he's in. He'll be like, he'll send me screenshots of him talking to Kyle. I'm like, you talking to Kyle, dude? <laughs> <laughs> he's in the family now. He wants in. Yeah, he's a hurt boy. He's a hurt boy. Well, it is very, it's very difficult to pick your best show ever. Obviously, dude. Obviously, it's hard to pick your best show ever. Sometimes they happen all the time. So, what mm. your your first best show ever when you came on? was the Asbury Park show, as as I mentioned before. And you got to meet Rick at that. There's a bunch of really cool... I mean, there's fireworks going on. You're there with a bunch of cool people. Um, but like now, has, has that moved into the honorable mention category? And do you have honorable mentions like from this recent run or like... I think it I has mean, moved. It, yeah. You've seen uh, an epic summer uh, of shows. That's what... Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been a crazy summer. I think it has moved into the honorable mention section. It was it was the perfect storm of like being with amazing friends, two of my uncles, first shows, bumping into Rick, um, Jeff wearing a t-shirt I made, dogs in a pile while fireworks are going off. Like it's it's gonna have to go down as a top five show for me for probably forever. It was just incredible, but God, as soon as that, and as soon as we stopped that podcast, and I went to seven nights at MSG and four dicks, like I knew I was in trouble. Yeah, you were messaging me a lot. Like we were joking about it at first, and then it was like after one of those nights of MSG, it was like actually, wait, hold on, (laughs) we might actually. Uh, Um. Well, it's funny. Like Jeff actually has to do with one of what I think would be tied for my best show ever at MSG just purely for the story. Um, it was the, I think it was the 
third or fourth night it was the night that they played Yen. And um, if you've talked to Connor, you know he's been to what like thirty something shows and had not gotten a Yem to that point. And all he wanted to do was see a Yem with me, and that's all literally our only goal for the entire weekend. So yeah, called the first set together, meet up with Jeff uh, at set break, talk to him a bit, and Connor turns to me, he's like, "Hey, I think I'm gonna." Uh, I think I'm going to go catch a couple songs with Jeff. And I was like, yeah, cool. Go like do your thing and I'll uh, see you whenever. And then as they're walking away, I was like, Connor, if you get a yam without me, I'll fucking kill you. He was like, it won't happen. So go back to the seats. Connor's gone for like three, four songs. I'm like, okay, he's just going to spend the entire set over there. It's fine. We'll get our yam tomorrow. Yeah. Out of nowhere in between a song break, he just comes barreling through the our row, puts my arm around me, and I was like, dude, you made it back. You're alive. And as soon as the words out of his mouth go, I had to come back. They're about to play Yem. As soon as the M from Yem goes, you hear do 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 Oh my God, dude. Lost our minds, like oh crying, hugging. It was like you can't even make that up just there's yeah there's no way and you were about as far from trey as you could possibly be there's no way he heard you <laughs> he felt you it the he back felt of the it. venue he felt it well, we were we were the back of the venue but we were straight on so he probably saw connor in his shirt brother shirt like wiggle through he's like he's back it's time yeah two three four <laughs> <laughs> fucking and then fucking goes into it that's that's crazy and connor does tell that story a little bit on uh on the pod he's like he's like that shows i can't touch that show yet i don't even know how to talk about how awesome <laughs> that show was but i will tell this story and like so you get his perspective on that too which is just i mean that's so sick if i mean people love to call a song but like that's smooth i mean that's the smoothest call i've ever heard in my life yeah it's just like ridiculous that ridiculous the kid's in the zone he's fucking yeah it was it's a clutch play it's a clutch play he's in the niche right now he's within <laughs> his niche the niche is hot right now it's striking while the iron top what else is um what else was in that show because some of those msg shows blend together for me was that the big like cross-eyed night as well or was that uh um what, what that actual was... night is that might find it really quick. That the was best the, the best part of the show is just kind of like, hold on, give me one second. I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> Jamie, just give yeah, me Jamie. One second, Jamie, can you pull that up? <laughs> I need a Jamie, dude. Wait, when did this happen? Well, I'm at SPAC right now. I need MSG. Yeah, we can edit this out. It's fine. Just uh... yeah, we can edit all. The thing is, do you do a lot of like editing out shit or do you just like pretty much let it ride? There are episodes where I really do have to edit a lot. And there's episodes where I really don't like in Jeff's episode and in Aaron's episode from no simple road, like my Wi-Fi went out like three times. And so they're oh, just like, sure. left on the horn, like, hello, Cam, <laughs> which is awesome. That's awesome. In the middle of Jeff's story, like just be like in there on. And so I had to kind of like Frankenstein that episode together a little bit and same with Aaron's, but like for the most part, I mean, I just let it roll, baby. You know what I mean? A showbiz, baby. It is what it is, baby. 
Um, cool. Well, then, real, though. Yeah. Edit all that out. Great. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. So that'll be edited out. That'll yeah, be edited sure, out. Sure. Edited it out. Um, back to the uh, podcast here. So that was yeah, right. the August 1st show. Yem was the set to closer. So I guess he... Connor came back during Twist. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, that, that show was just incredible. Ghost, Opener, Reba, Nice Wolfman's I Am the Walrus was incredible. I'd never heard that from Fish. Um, wow. Sneaking Alley my was older, great. It was just my, ridiculous. My older brother has a rule. If you get a twist in a show, it's a good show. That means you got a good show. Every show with a twist is a good show. I I would agree with that. I mean, I... I'd have to go back and check the math, but like, usually it's a good show. I really, truly hope someone looks up. They're like, here's a fucking show with a twist that absolutely fucking sucked. It was rated 3.0. It sucked. (laughs) Here's the the lowest rated show on fish.net and twist was the opener. So yeah. What about that, dude? Tell your brother that, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we get one of those comments. Um, um, but yeah, do you do you want to talk about this recency bias thing, and then we'll get your best show slash my tied best show. Listen, recency bias is a real thing, but it also so what 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 happens if it what if I what happens if I just immediately know what happens if it's immediately top three or something? You know, like I texted my brothers after that night three. Uh, dick show that saturday night three set fucking awesome ass fish show with like too many highlights to even remember you know like we're like walking back to the car and i like i'm like we got a reboot tonight i don't even remember that we got and and you know like I oh i remember like, reba. This <laughs> oh listen <laughs> i remember the reba i texted them i was like best show ever probably and they were like you are high and i'm like i am and also (laughs) you know and they're like you're it's you're too close to it there's no way to know and i i don't know i think that that's a true thing being too close to it but it's also like you especially within a three night run or a seven night run like you know like a night where you leave and you're like that was fucking special special right yeah i mean you don't get a six show encore every show so there's that or six song encore sorry um, I also think it's like this new version of fish, it like actually is getting better. And it feels like every time I see them, they do outdo themselves. And same with goose, like the Philly show I went to in March was like fucking incredible. The echo from that is like one of the best I've ever heard, but then like Asbury park, all right, out the window. That's the best show. Like, I think it is a little bit of them just like finding their groove together and actually like improving. And this is like just really clearly a hot year. I think that when people go back and listen, you know, they'll be like, wow, 2023 was a really good year for music. But like, do you, do you feel like there's, I mean, do you feel like there's room to, for them to get better and better? Like, do you think 2024 and 2025 are, are better or like, what? I I don't know. What do you think happens? (sighs) What happens, dude? I mean, Fish is going to have to slow down at some point, but like it doesn't 
feel like they are anytime soon, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it could at least like keep going at the level it is. I don't know how much better it can get though. <laughs> it's just insane right. right now. They're just really having a lot of fun and they are working new songs in, and that's like the key. Like they, yeah, I, the I fact that like... they're still writing songs, like the well, when I saw that at Philly, I was like, what the fuck is this? This is so cool. Like, I'm jealous of that, dude. I want to see a well. I want to see a well really bad. The song's awesome. Well, it was amazing. Well, it was amazing. Yeah, dude. And same with Goose. I mean, I think that's like the big like knock on Goose fans is that everyone's like, you know, every show's the best show ever and everything's the greatest and, you know. There's no room to like talk shit about them, but right now there kind of isn't too much room to talk shit about them. They're really fucking hot. Every show's really good. Dude. <laughs> yeah. They don't really lay any eggs, you know? No, none that I've seen at least. The only times I've had bad experiences at goose shows were like the first couple in New York city when they were playing venues that were just not equipped for the amount of people to be in there. They're just like squished, like trying to yeah. listen to the show. Like, but that's, the only thing I could ever complain about at their shows, but it's, they're playing the right venues now. So big time. Well, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that Dick show. I mean, from, from the jump with the fluff head, I mean, it's almost, I mean, I've never had a fluff head opener, but there felt like there was maybe people there that were like, this is about to be really huge, you know, because we're getting this fluff head opener. And then it was like a really, really fucking good one, dude. It was a great fluff head. And it's just like, it started the night off. Like we didn't know what kind of night it was going to be, but that should have just been a signal that it was going to be out of hand. Yeah. And then I, (laughs) I didn't expect to start the show next to you guys, but um, I got to do a little dance party for the section right before I uh, walked up there. When I saw you guys, you were hanging up in the stands in like 120. Was that seven every night? Um, so that was the only time I was there. The rest of the run, I was in a uh, good friend, Marina. Shout out to her for letting us hang with her and the crew in what they call the Zog section, which is like just straight on back. It was like AKA 40, the Woo Factor. The Woo Factor, the Poo Factor. AKA all the Poo Factor. Yes. Yeah. Um, who you need to have on the podcast, by the way. Maybe a maybe a woo factor Vince double episode or something. She was um, uh she she's on my little list. I got a little list for season two. It, whenever that happens, I've got no timeline, but I do have a little list. She's right after this one. Right after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we we were there for the first couple nights. Um, just amazing sections straight on, like plenty of room. Everyone was super cool. Um, but then the third night was also great. And then seeing you down in GA and then coming up to hang with us, I wasn't expecting that, which was incredible. That's why I knew we had to redo the show. I was like, after I saw a show with you, it was like the first episode is just two nervous guys, like buttoned up who don't know each other. But now we like Harry Potter or like what? What do you like, dude? Oh, uh, like or... What else are you working on? Uh, any? But, uh, yeah, so that's good, else? dude. Dude, yeah, yeah thanks yeah. so much for doing it, dude. Honestly, like, really, thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, super cool to be here, and uh, really love your work, and uh, just yeah, yeah. dude, you're it's your work, dude. I love your work. It's just all about I love your work. 
I love your shit, dude. I love your shit and your work. <laughs> yeah, but now we're we've seen the show together, and the the show that we saw together. You texted me. It was hard to meet up at Dick's on Thursday and Friday. Um, you know, like reception's bad in there, and also like I just wasn't going a lot until like pretty late because it was so hot every day. But um, on Saturday, you're like, "Can we watch Fish together tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude." I'm going to yeah, give can. up my spot on the floor and I'm going to go watch it in the stands with my boy and the fucking, and this fucking dude. <laughs> Max. Shout out Max. Hell yeah. Many tabs. There's this guy in Sean's group. Like, he like comes in. First of all, it's just a cartoony guy. He like walks at like at separate. He comes, he's like, what's up brother? <laughs> he like fucking like comes in. And then he's, like, guy. So, he's just a classic fucking guy. And like, he he comes in, he's like, someone taught me this at a party recently. They're doing mini dabs. Like, <laughs> dabs aren't cool anymore. We'll be <laughs> mini dabs. And then I couldn't even, like, look. I couldn't even look I back at look him at or I at couldn't. you the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the fact that we had, like, like you mentioned, there was no service there. So, like, being on lot and stuff was, like, a nightmare. But, like, the fact that we had the walkie-talkies just worked so well. It was incredible. And then... <laughs> You're like the walking one night, during the show. You're like, we got a cavern. Everyone boogie <laughs> down for the cavern. Well, the one night, two of the guys in that crew were just like messing around. Like just, they're standing right next to each other. And they were like, hey, 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 love you, love you. Like doing it. And then a random voice that was just on that channel. We still have no idea who it was because <laughs> no one has owned up to it. And no, it couldn't have been anyone that like also had the walkies. This random voice just comes on and is like, hey, can you guys please stop talking during this song? <laughs> I was like, thinking it was a friend. It was, it was some, yeah, it was a cop, the narc. <laughs> Who's like, um, no, I'm I, They're like, hey, can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> I'm like kind of in the zone over here. Kind of enjoying this and you guys are squawking. You're squawking, dude. Bunch of squawks. Um, also love the fact that like after we caught that show together. You're like, Oh, like, so you know, all these guys from Jersey and stuff like, Nope. Just met him yesterday. Great crew. <laughs> it just like, it felt like you guys had known each other for a long time. And I'm sure to those guys, it felt like you and I had known each other for a long time. And that's not true on for either thing. We have yeah, barely yeah. known. E- that was, we just met like earlier that week. That's, that's becoming my favorite part of like this whole scene and fish shows is like you just meet people and it's like once one hangout and you're like all right this is a friend for life it's it's insane you don't really get that anywhere else yeah if you like fish i like you like i i who <laughs> like we're we're buds probably um that's not true of everyone that we met at dicks there <laughs> there's that one guy that walked up and he was just like hey man I like your stuff. I don't love it, but I like it. <laughs> he's not sold, but he's he's almost. He's, he's like, like 85%. He's like, you're pretty much the goose of the internet right now. And <laughs> I don't like goose and I don't like you. And <laughs> uh, you had some um, people coming up to you for your stuff too. How does that feel? Is that weird or is that cool? It was cool. I mean, the best one was the back-to-back guy at the end when we were just sitting. <laughs> the house lights are on and everyone looks green for some reason in dicks every time. I don't know why that happens, but it's freaky. But just sitting there waiting to 
do the next move, go to the disco ball pit, the grassy knoll. And the this guy just recognized so me and yeah, yeah. That guy it's recognized me forever. first and then gave him a sticker. And then like as he was walking away, it was like, wait, you're the guy. <laughs> Did the whole song and dance with you too. I fucking know you too, dude. Oh shit. Oh, no shit. fucking way, dude. Dude, I make these fucking dude, no prints, fucking dude. Way, dude. <laughs> no fucking way, bro. I make these fucking <laughs> prints, dude. And they um, were sick. The prints were actually fucking a sick. sick print. Yeah, it was a really. And I was cool like, print. "Damn, those are sick." And he was like, "Thanks, bro." Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we gave him a Philly accent, but he now has a Philly accent. He did not have a Philly accent. He was not from <laughs> Philly at all. But I just—that's what. Oh fuck, bro! Like that just oh, comes out. Shit! No way, dude. That's how that comes out sometimes. Um, what else happened in that show, dude? We got a mile. Yeah, I was just gonna say, sick. should we should we keep talking about the actual show? Like the, I guess we should talk about what happened during Reba, um, because that was something. Yeah, that was something. Uh, so I have. I have a thing that I'm very good at, and that is going to pee during Reba and making it back before the jam. Um, I've done it so many times, I can't even count. So our section was like perfect for this, too, because all you had to do was walk up the stairs in the bathrooms right there and go back down. So Reba comes on, go do my thing. Actually, I think I turned to you first and was like, do you think I should go pee? And you're like, I don't know how bad you have to be. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. Went up the stairs in record time, peed, even got like a crispy beer. And it was well before the the jam. And I just turned around and I think a lot of things hit me at once and just zoom out. I was like, I don't know where I am. And then sit up for the entire jam of Reba, just like walking down different aisles, like staring at people, like, is that Cam's <laughs> doing this thing? You're doing the guy, this guy. And they're just watching this guy with a walkie talkie, like stare at them, like looking around, and like, oh God. So I pretty much gave up um, after like four or five rows and was walking to go like find Marina and crew. I was like, at least I know where they are. I'll go watch the show with them because I'll never see ham and crew again and then i was like let me just go down this one more aisle i'll just try it and i'd go down a couple steps and just see you like yeah like holy shit thank god yeah so yeah dude and you uh and by that point a lot of the jam had 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 happened like 90 percent of it i would say pretty much all of it uh, they didn't do a vocal. They didn't do, or they didn't do the whistling. And so, I guess that. But it, you would have, you would have pretty much just gotten the whist, the whistling. Yeah, but you made it back for the mound, dude. Made it back to the mound. And then I ended up doing that later in the show. I, my buddies who I were with, or who I was with during the show and stayed with, they stayed down on the floor, and they would kind of like there was like those big sound pillars that were like right and left of. Uh, the soundboard uh and i would you know kind of use those as like a buoy and those guys would be like really close to that and same thing dude i went over i was with you the whole first set i went over and said hi to uh some friends for the (laughs) for this (laughs) 
for the set break and I they you and I had been laughing so hard and been goofing so hard like I was like wiping tears from my eyes even just walking over to my other friends and they we were having fun but they were just not in the same space and I was like oh, I think I'm being a little too goofy for these guys and things started hitting me really fast as well <laughs> and so like I watched the bag with those guys I watched a lot of the chalk dust to- uh, torture uh, I watched the Ether Edge. And I called it some. I, I yep. I watched the Ether Edge, which I call something completely different. I think I called it Torn and Frayed, which is a Rolling Stones album and not uh, the name of the song. And then, I see that. And then, and then I during that tried to go down to the floor and find my friends, and absolutely impossible. Just not. I, and they were like, "We were right along the rail." I was like, "I bet you were," but. <laughs> There was no possible chance I was about to find you. Uh, and then, you know, I went, you I made angled. You made it back for the howling though, right? I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I came back during the 46 days and right. um, did the same little dance you did. Like went down a couple different sections. I was like, oh, no, no, that's not them. And then saw your friend, Suze, the person, the girl you had met the night before. And she did the same thing. She like pointed me out and I was like, oh, if you didn't, if you didn't stop me, I was going home alone tonight. You're gone. I was about Shout to start out Suze. Slow. Shout out, Suze. Thank you for saving me. We'll bring her down a peg when we talk about uh, the egg in a hole she called during the show. <laughs> yeah, she did call it egg in a hole. It was Don't Doubt Me. Fair like, though. Sounds, sounds a little similar. I didn't know it was Don't Doubt Me. I didn't know the song, so... We got one of those at the Berkeley run and I, you know, the stuff, the, we were not interacting well with the mushrooms that we had taken. Uh, and we were not like in the start of that second, we did not like the set list or the set break. And we did not like the start of the second set, but at this show, this don't doubt me. I was like, fucking love it. Was good. It, dude. Yeah. It was I was good. getting down to the don't doubt me. Um, so and then we, up. Somebody clean that up. By the way, Max was saying that over the walkie-talkie the entire time. After just somebody clean that up. <laughs> I love it with a little mini dab. Yeah, you could hear the mini dab on the other side. Um, we did glaze over your first piper. How did you like that? Got myself a piper. Finally, I was like, "Thank you." I knew this dick's weekend would not do me wrong, and it would yield a piper, and it was a really fucking good one. It was a good piper. Um, yeah, set closing piper. I, you know, with us with a show opening fluffhead. I was like, I, it's going to be really hard for me to not rank this show really high. And we were just having so much fun, dude. It was just like one of those shows oh. where, like, yeah, you're just my like, cheeks. The best crew there was, of people. There was a point where I was just like massaging my jaw. I was laughing so hard, and then I like, yeah, like you were here, and Meg and Suze were here, and Max and friends are behind me and i like couldn't look at anyone because i would just start laughing so just looking forward like i'm gonna stare and not laugh (laughs) like it was like and i was also like getting in my head in like the best way i just kept thinking of funny shit or like the shit that you were just saying was making me laugh and i'm like trying to focus on the show but i'm just like yeah laughing my ass off and it was like that situation where like we're kind of on the side and so all of you guys are like behind me and i'm just up in the front by myself just like (laughs) like just 
fucking hey, geeking hey. out, dude. Yeah, I mean, just just a great crew of people and a, an awesome show. And like during this encore, you know, people like absolutely after, absurd. It was absolutely absurd. I mean, people just kept being like, "What? Like we're getting another song?" And like you know, I kept leaning over to you and saying other first too. I was like, first mango song, first Golgi apparatus." Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Oh, we. I how just, about how did that evolve though? That evolved. We were going nuts. I was, I was throwing ass to evolve, it was dude. The light. I was fucking blowing my back out to fucking evolve. I throwing okay. Elbows. So there's a moment. This is the funniest. I I thought about this the rest of the night, dude. So I, I like I said, I'm in front. All our whole group is kind of like in behind me and during evolve like you know the energy kind of got sucked out of the room people were very still during evolve there was a lot of like very still people in the audience just kind of looking forward kind of just letting the evolve wash over them and i i lean to say something to sean and you're like i'm getting down there came the light there came the sound I'm just like that, like that soccer mind. gif of that little kid who like stands up and like picks his shirt up and like goes like that. Like that's like that's what you were doing, and I, that that made me. Lo- I lost my mind laughing at that. I thought that was so funny to get down so hard to evolve. <laughs> We've all this special honestly, for me because my my friend Ross, uh, like every time they play it, would just like call me and sing the lyrics. And he called me, he was at Dick's and called me. First he, first he texted me, if they play Evolve and I'm not with you, we're done. And then like 10 seconds oh. later, they start playing it and he just calls me and he's screaming. <laughs> oh man. Uh, it's a, it's such a good song. It's like, it's such a Tom song. It just puts a smile on my face. And I also knew that we weren't done. Like that was such a big night that like. You had to like, know yeah. that they weren't going to end with that. Yeah. And I really thought they were going to end with Golgi Apparatus. Like, that's a cool one that they don't play all the time, you know, maybe once or twice a tour. And then when they played, when they started the run like an antelope, like people like bent over, like, you know, exhausted at how awesome yeah. the show was. I, I think people were trying to get out of there. And they're like, it well, was like a punch in the face, but a good one. I don't know if you noticed, but like, I'm a big, uh, big double glow stick during the show kind of guy do something with my hands and that encore like i think i threw them as if the show was over like four times and i was like well i gotta find two more it's great yep and then the uh the egg in a hole mango song was just uncanny like we that day we had like created aliases alii alias for each other like over the walkie-talkies and mine was mango sean Susie jacuzzi muscle max and meg in a hole so when we thought they did mango song into egg and all we were just losing our minds and then a minute in we're like wait wait (laughs) wait a minute this is not it well i literally told matt bush manager of bob weir and very fucking cool guy that ether edge was torn and frayed so and he's like <laughs> it is it is now forever i mean i'm like in like i can't sleep since doing that i'm like in bed like fuck oh <laughs> oh no oh god we call the torn and frayed to matt bush it's not good 
So you PTSD, start hearing the choppers behind you every time you think about it. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's torn and frayed. He's like, really? Okay, well, he's, you're a fucking idiot. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Good. good luck with good luck with your little podcast, you dork. <laughs> you don't even know the songs. <laughs> no, truly, truly, no one around us knew the songs. <laughs> like everyone no. around us was like, "What's what song is Heath Ridge?" But hey, good song. It's a good song. Yeah, I mean, after after just like recapping that show, I mean. That might take the cake. Just too many good, funny moments and great music. We sat in our seats that we sat in in that section until, I mean, we were probably the last people out of the whole stadium. We just just did not want to get up from that night and then, like, just went and sat on the hill near the ball pit car (laughs) and just was like, that was awesome and then like lean over to someone that was like, sick that was awesome um uh, yeah you like that and, yeah that was sick yeah Just, i thought it was sweet actually everyone you know did the classic come out of the show and be like yeah, that show sucked you know at least i was doing so that funny. bit best bit in the world after a good show to say it sucked oh man that's classic comedy uh, right there i've seen i've seen better eh 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 Yeah, good times, good times. Really fucking good times. And then I, I took an Uber home with the guys that I was staying with, and we did not say a word the whole way home. We just Dead sat. This Uber, this Uber driver just picked up four dudes, five dudes, and drove them a half hour to nothing. There was no music. <laughs> there was no words in the car. There's we nothing you can say we... after that. Like You're just processing what you just saw. I, when I first saw him, I was like, sorry, I never met back up with you guys. And they're like, when were you supposed to leave? Like, when were you supposed to come? Like, there's no <laughs> time to get up and yeah. it's just a bunch of really cool highlights and great jams throughout the whole thing. We didn't even get to, we were going to meet up with Ryan Storm. We we're going to take a really cute picture. I know. Him. I feel bad. I, I wanted to meet up with him so badly, but that show happened and just did not let go of us for one minute. Yeah, especially because we both got lost. We're like, we're not leaving again. That's, that's yeah. Well, you get around. lost once, you kind of be like, I'm gonna sit here for a bit. I I, I like just sitting and chilling. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a seats guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, and so you, that was my you first gig. That was mine as well. Yeah, that was man. I would like to go back for sure. Um, so you went back in the Uber. I went to the Paul Simon dance party, which was light years better than i thought it was supposed to be but i didn't look up like any of the details i was just like yeah i'm in i'll go and i thought it was going to be a guy like djing paul simon shows or paul simon songs and whatnot it was like a full band actually paul simon it was it was just paul simon up there it was just paul simon beatboxing yeah and it was sick (laughs) he's so good at beatboxing no, that's, I mean, there was a lot of really good after shows. I mean, like, it, there's always cool after shows after after fish runs, but I felt like Colorado was popping. Yeah, Serves. Cervantes is a great serves. Cervantes, that was a good after party. They had chips and queso. I had no complaints. Chips and queso. Fuego. It was so fuego. Brought <laughs> those chips and queso on the dance floor. Nobody wanted any. It was uh, weirding people out and making the vibe uncomfortable. So it's like, okay. <laughs> Who's that guy in the back of the chips? Over the walkie. 
Yeah, there's a guy uh, with uh, chips on the floor. Is that fucking queso he brought on the dance floor? Jesus Christ, over. I think that's uh, I think that's that Instagram guy makes the fucking <laughs> mid ass videos. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cervantes is cool though. It was- That was a little bit of music from Jesus and Fartfinger and also a really fun conversation with my boy, Sean, Long Strange Putt. Uh, man, we really did have a blast at that show at Dick's. Dick's showed us a great time the first time out there. I will be going back to Dick's Sporting Goods Park every single Labor Day for the foreseeable future. It was too much fun. Um, follow Sean on everything. He's Long Strange Putt. He's LSP on Twitter or X or whatever we call it now. Um, the guy's funny and he sells cool stuff and he makes cool logos and he is a good guy. It's not, not easy to find these days. Um, and we are not the same guy. I think a lot of people think that I might be putt and he might be me. However, (laughs) lucky for you, there's two separate guys. Uh, so Thank you so much for listening to this episode of these two separate guys talking about one of the best shows we've ever seen together. Um, There's other episodes like Connor's episode, Long Strange Niche, that you should be watching right now as you're getting done with this. Um, There's a bunch of other episodes that are already out um, with some really great uh, music journalist people, uh, friends of of the pod, if you will. Um, And there's more episodes coming out soon. So look out for those. Thanks for listening. Subscribe if you are so inclined. And until next time, guys, have a great show. Well, hey, friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.